Welcome to Across the Rail Podcast, Methodist layman dishing hot takes on current events, church stuff, and uh, cultural issues. Our episode today discusses how the church, and we are the church, should respond to injustice. What is the delineation between acceptable and unacceptable? Warning, we're not the men in black from the pulpit, but from the pews across the rail. Our episode today is entitled, How Should the Church Respond to Injustice? So unless you've been in the wilderness backpacking or living under a rock, you might be aware of the horrible incident involving the murder of George, George Floyd and the accompanying violence in all of our major cities. So what is the correct thinking on this? How should it affect our actions in dealing with all of this? And finally, can justice dwell where chaos reigns? But before all that, Who's here? John's here. Ron. Jody. And Greg. So now that uh, it's been a week or so after the uh, the horrific uh, video of, of Mr. Floyd passing, and uh, I, that that is still disturbing to watch that. Absolutely. <clears throat> what do what what do we know factually about this event that that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt? Uh, that he was murdered by the police officer. That's, uh, I think that's pretty cut yeah, and dry. Uh, well, there's a lot of variables there. Uh -huh. there. Yes, he was murdered and absolutely correct in, in that statement on there. And, and there's no no police training that ever shows a policeman sitting on a uh, uh, nope. a, a person's neck. So that's uh, And the fact that this gentleman has had several complaints about aggressive uh, behavior, right? you know, uh, and, and, and it's a shame on there. And it is a shame. Uh, racism does exist, uh, but not, not to what uh, they, uh, they, they ran and burned the, the major towns down for. That's, I mean, that to me is just crazy. Well, John, what, I mean, other than, than you know that he was murdered, I mean, is there something else that we factually know, factually know about this whole event and the repercussions? Well, uh, we do know that the, the victim uh, was a drug, uh, drug user. They uh, did the autopsy. He did have uh, uh, drugs in his system at the time. Do you know specifically what? Fentanyl. 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 Fentanyl and meth. Right. Uh, so they didn't, they didn't discuss that much. On the I can drop a truth bomb. I heard today that uh, he actually was a asymptomatic carrier of COVID nineteen. Oh, okay. So they found that in his lungs. So my question is, I guess, or my 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 uh, what I do know is fentanyl and methamphetamine. Um, can can cause severe um, respiratory distress. Easy for me to say. Um, more than just normal. Mm -hmm. uh, you compound that with potential, and like I said he was asymptomatic. Right. But you you compound that with potential COVID nineteen problems with the problems. Lungs. Right, right. And this is not like a healthy. 40-year-old that does not have fentanyl. In fact, it's interesting uh, uh, when the Russians, when the, 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 uh, uh, one of the breakaway republics got in the, into a, a church in, in Russia, uh, they, uh, 
uh, basically that they wouldn't get out of there. So they, the, the Soviet, well, they weren't Soviets at the time, but, but Putin uh, actually uh, flooded the church with fentanyl vapor. Mm-hmm. And basically, they all asphyxiated because mm-hmm. they they couldn't breathe the the you know the, the severe and it doesn't take a lot of it. No, it does not. So I, I while I understand that obviously without the knee on the neck, uh, Mr. Floyd would not have died. That that is without it. it there are more things to this puzzle than meets the eye as we've gone along, Jody. Well, oh, well we do know that there was no justification for the uh, the extreme. <clears throat> Things that the officer was doing. Absolutely. You know, there's probably no manual out there that that, that calls for that. Well, what I think the uprising was was the, the length of time it took to uh, to uh, take these four officers and make them accountable. I think that's that's the big thing right there. You know, uh, that just because you're a police officer doesn't mean you have carte blanche on to do whatever you want to do. You know. Just like the rioters, you know. You tell me, what does burning a, an Episcopal church gonna, have to do with uh, <coughs> Floyd's death? You yeah. tell me what that does. Well, I'm going to tell you, if they had strung up all four cops, that would not have stopped the violence that's going on now. I, this just gave I, an I, unruly bunch I, of society a platform. I agree. Well, you have undertones of leftist groups like, uh, like uh, Antifa. Yeah. On there that were spurring, uh, you had pe- peaceful protesters that were out there, and they have every right to do that. On there, you mix in a few of these these extremists, these domestic terrorists, as the president calls them, on there, and and they're not there for a peaceful protest. They're, they 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 want to cause cause chaos in society to overturn our United States, and that's their mission. Okay, so what do we not know? that you'd like to know about this? Well, I'd like to know if you can truly, you know, trust the uh, reports that's come out. You talked about him being, uh, you know, a carrier, if you will, of COVID-19. How long ago did they do the autopsy and now we're just getting release from that? Well, and on that too, now, From what I understand, there was actually there, two there's autopsies. There's actually two, uh, two autopsies. There was an independent from uh, Baden. Yeah. Did the independent confirm those two drugs in his system? Yes. Okay, yes. so both of yeah, them both agreed of them on, did on agree that. on that, and I believe on the COVID-19. Okay. Yeah, but they did disagree on, on cause of death. One, right. One, one was says, uh, heart failure, right. and the other one says it was the... the Asphyxiation. Uh, from the uh, depression of the neck and in the back, which caused so the lack of So what we don't oxygen. know is if the excessive force actually uh, did kill the man the or was he, so, was he so loaded up with other stuff. That's another thing, too. You know, that, that, do that, you suppose, do you suppose, you know, you're out here, you're working with pretty rough elements, I'm mm-hmm. not saying whether this guy was rough or not. I mean, all right. accounts, everybody said he was a pretty decent guy. Yep. Got kind of, he was passing a $20 bill that was fake, mm-hmm. whether he knew it or not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that might be just a situation of being in the wrong place at the right time. But uh, we don't know that uh, with these two things in his body that uh, he wasn't especially hard to contain. And there could have been, there, there was always. He's not a small man. Yeah. 
There was, was six four. That's exactly right. right. And there was only certain parts of this that we got to see. Right. Okay. So we don't know. First of all, you know, you can sit there and argue with it all day long. I've got enough common sense. I'm not going to smart mouth a cop. I'm not going to antagonize him. If you do, you tend tend to stumble on the way to well, the, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but, but, the but, police cruiser. But, I can't uh, help but, but, but think that's what But typical right. protocol: once the handcuffs are on, they 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 do put you in in a cop car, right. and for for the uh, the remainder where they do the uh, fact finding and stuff. Nine minutes sitting on a neck on there is not protocol. No, no. On there, nobody said it was protocol. You know, but nobody. You know, we don't know some of the contributing factors to that. But but the, 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 there there Jody, there's a lot of things we probably don't know. The, you know that they are gathering evidence right now that perhaps the grand jury knows because the grand jury is going to seek an indictment not only for third degree manslaughter but second degree murder. Now it's right. been up to that. All right, all right. <clears throat> there there are two issues here. Okay, you've got. Well, actually, there's probably more than two, but the, the top two in, in, in my in my site right there is, you know, you've got the police brutality, which is, is, is uh, according to statistics shared by you earlier today, is on a downward trend, and I'm sure we'll you'll get into that I'm later. I'm sure you'll yes, cover that so, later. Right. But, but then the, the other issue, and, and, this, and this, affects, this affects everybody right here. You know, even in our area on there, uh, we, had, we had rioting. Even in our area, we had rioting. Now, it wasn't the extent to uh, uh, New York or Richmond or or D.C. where we're having to call out the National Guard on there. But you know, I, I guess the question that I'm going to throw out is: is you know, peaceful protest is great. Okay, it has a purpose. All right. Okay. This violence, this this destruction, this this uh, thieving, these. Uh, uh, people going into uh, in, into stores and just ransacking and, and looting on there. You tell me what benefit that has, what has to to go towards uh, injustice. Ryan, let me ask you a question. What what is it that you do not know that you would like to know? Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I would like to know why a police officer is still on the job when they have so many complaints on them. While they are still out there being, uh, that's a solid I, question. I, I, what's being protested is a good thing. I'm a firm believer that it's a good thing because I don't know what it's like to be in their shoes. Okay, so so, 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 so Ryan, is, is is it okay to to, to burn buildings I'm not down? Saying because that's what I, they're doing. I, I, no, yeah, but they're John, not. there's two different. No, things they going are not on here. There right. are that's two protesters. Different things. You said it yourself. There's these right wing, left wing extremists. Whatever. Sorry, I don't want to condemn the right in any way. Um, it's um, <laughs> the peaceful protest uh, that is protected by our constitution. Absolutely. And you know what? And peaceful protests are absolutely says that this is a problem. The peaceful protest, they are dead wrong. The okay. problem is that no, so, so, no hang on, let, him let finish. me finish. Right. The problem are the idiots that are causing a problem within the peaceful protest. Yeah. That's not the protesters right. that are causing this issue, but thus they're all now getting grouped in this category of anarchists because right. there is that select few. That's raising cane. That's the same same uh, group that uh, uh, because we're uh, we we belong to the same. Uh, 
demographics on there we're we're considered racist because no you know we don't we don't uh no. we, we don't feel the same nobody's way. saying that, that. That's, that's, nobody's well, saying let me let me ask you a question jody how has this changed your worldview personally or has it well none of this really comes to a surprise to me honestly uh, if anything it just makes me uh Proceed a little more cautiously because everybody, it's a tinderbox out there. Just a strange look of bewilderment may get you attacked. Um, I understand the root cause of this is hatred. That's exactly right. And, you know, uh, I was thinking about that earlier, you know, in the book of Acts around chapter 19. Paul had started basically gaining a lot of converts into Christianity. Well, it's bad for business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible tells us that it was so much so that the uh, shopkeepers wanted him on a platter, okay? They went to the powers that be and said, hey, this is not good. So this was a Those were the Diana thing. statue makers, weren't they? Yes, that's yeah. exactly Di- right. Goddess Diana. And so uh, as a result, the scripture tells us that the the people that amassed together in protest, they were in confusion. And it even goes a little bit step farther. It says some people were there and didn't even know why they were there. That's a perfect example that yep. there's nothing new under the yep. sun. Right. Yep. And so, uh, you know, for me, Greg, uh, the best thing that I can do is just, uh, I mean, I'm going to stay out of the fray. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to, it does not do me any, me any good to interject my opinions because if, uh, if it's going through a filter of hatred, it's going to be distorted. Right. So the best thing to do, remain silent, mind your own business, don't be in places that you ought not be after dark when all the bad stuff happens, uh, but try to be the light to the world. You know, try to show the love of Jesus Christ. I do not. I was so appalled watching that video. You know, it's not a day in the week goes by that we don't see this video. If you watch the news. And each time I see it, I just shake my head and discuss. You know, Ryan, you're exactly right. If this guy had a history, why in the world was he out there with a gun and a badge? Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. What's happens happen. How do we move forward? Ryan, how has this changed your worldview personally, or has it? Uh, you know, I don't know that it's changed my worldview necessarily. Um, it's definitely brought to light the way that I look at certain things. Um, you know, when the whole and I might get in trouble for saying this, but I don't care. When the whole Black Lives Matter thing came onto the scene, what, a couple years back, uh, I had that really crappy kind of attitude, which I think we all had. Some of us might still have. Some of us probably do still have. That all lives matter. This, that, and the other. Okay. That was the guy in St. Louis. That's when the Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. I forgot it forget his name but uh, yes and you know what um that's not what it's about uh, they're not saying that 
all lives do not matter. You know, they're, they're just saying we want to have the same fair shake that everybody else has. Right. And to say that there's not still some kind of prejudice, unfortunately, and that they are looked at in a different way, which is so unbelievably sad in 2020. Right. But that's all we're, that's all that they're doing is just saying this, that, you know, we have every October, what's every October? It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, right? right. Are we saying that the rest of the cancers don't matter during that month? No, absolutely not. They're just bringing to light. So that's what this is about. That's to me, uh, that has totally changed my opinion on the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Um, Because I don't, I I will never know what it's like. I will never know the things that unfortunately African Americans face. you know, all the power to the peaceful protesters out there doing it. Yeah, I, I condemn the anarchists just like you all do and the rioters, but to sit there and say, I, you know, there does need to be change. And it, it's 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 apparent. There does need to be change. John, how, how, how do you make that change? Well, I think you start by uh, some kind of... Uh, I don't really know the answer to that. I think there's a, there's a lot of moving parts there. There's got to be some kind of law enforcement change as far as some kind of something as uh, it's far, it's you know, unfortunately changing uh, our police departments are kind of like changing public education yeah. there's one big roadblock yeah. yeah to affect change and it starts with a u and ends with an n yep uh we, we won't go there though. but you know what we can dang sure do a better job in vetting those that we hire correct john i'm gonna ask you the same question that well, Personally, know, how has this event affected you? Well, it, this is this is no different than any other protest that we've seen in the past ten years on there. Ten years? I'm I'm an old guy. Ten years is just a blink in an eye. I mean, I um, remember my earliest you know, memory you, you, is you, is the O.J. Simpson, you, you, the you, Koreans on top in L.A. You, I remember you, that, but we haven't really had anything since St. Louis when Black Lives Matter started to get go. Well, you know, exactly. Regardless, regardless of of uh, I, I think the the whole attitude towards life. You, you want to change things, you change the way people. Look at the value of life out there. Yes. Be it black, be it white, be it when when Chicago has 400 shootings in a weekend, on there, that's absolutely uh, a, a cry for help right there. That that people people would rather and statistics shoot. say that's done by people they know. Well, I, and, and I agree. That's doubly sad. You we know, and and and, 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 I, and I work <clears throat> in that area. Okay, so I I, I don't see. Uh, uh, the goodness of most people. I, right. I, I usually get the bad stories, uh, the bad, uh, the bad, uh, 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 the the bad side of people, you know. And so it, it is depressing that the value of life is very, very minimal on there. They don't care, you know. Be it, uh, you know, uh, you, you know, along with that statistics with with uh, that we we're going to cover, you know, black black men being shot by cops or down. You know, my question is how many how many cops how many cops were shot during this riot? You know, and and has the media covered any of that on there? Now, yes, they've covered one, one, right? The the gentleman in Ohio that was yep. in the middle of being making a legitimate arrest. Someone walks behind him and shoots him in the head. Now, now, you know, I, when 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 I think of riots and I think of racial, 
we, we should all think of uh, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., right? On there. Did he have any violence in, in his teachings at all? None. None whatsoever. On there. And this movement that... that but he was also a Christian minister, so... And, and, and he, this is also in the 60s, uh -huh. where the church had a much greater footprint in culture. Yes. You take that away, and game it's the game has changed completely. I where I personally have changed is I've always accepted that racism existed because I went because I'm the oldest guy here. My first three years in public school were into segregated were in segregated schools, so I was visually aware and understood that. Um, as I got older, I thought, you know, it's getting better and it's getting better uh, until you see things like this. And it just, it, you would think, just like Ryan, that in 2020, we have made, you know, we would have made tremendous progress. Well, and we well, have. We have made a lot of progress. But if, how if, do if, these if you... islands, how do these people like this cop, how do they fall through the system? You, or are we just, are they gaming the system you're, you're to a, get in? You're always going to have a fringe in any, in any sector of, of people. You know? And if he identifies himself as one of those twerps that hate people based on how they look... How do you allow the system to protect him because you can't touch him because they're protected by a fraternal order of police or whatever that keep you from doing what you need to do? That's the thing that, that it's a revolving door. You want to do something about it, but you can't do something about it because we're protecting our own. And it's just an endless circle. Well, Greg, first of all, demand accountability. You know, what you're talking about right there, a cop should not be above the law at any time. But they will, drop, they will move, the, the, the union will move heaven and earth to protect them. Yeah. Now, I'm talking large metropolitan. Yeah, I'm not no, talking I'm local. That's what I'm saying, all right? Then maybe you need a union buster. It's been done before. Maybe that you know. Maybe the time for change. We need maybe. union reform because we see there's a problem and continued ignorance of that problem. Listen, these guys have a gun. If you're not, I don't care whether you have a gun, whether you're a school teacher, whether you're a truck driver. If you're an at doing your job, you should not be protected. That's right. the fallacy with unions. Well, Quit protecting. This is not an anti-union, but it's it it's, it's, it's problematic. Well, it is a contributing factor. It's like it's it's like why did the Titanic sink? Yeah. There were ten reasons that happened in or in 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 you know that made it happen. Okay, so this not one thing, but it's a contributory of all these things that we have this result that we have now. Final question. Now that I'm all heated up, can justice truly dwell in chaos? No, absolutely not. Uh, that's yeah, that's tough. that's a tough question, is it not? It is. It is. Jody, I'll jump in here at once, guys. No, and the reason not because if if you're gonna if you're gonna have justice for everyone in the middle of chaos, there'd be nobody left. Chaos is like lighting a fire. Yeah, all I'm gonna say. You, Go ahead. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 8. 
Whoever sows injustice will reap calamity. Yeah, and that is what we've got. I yeah. think every every one of us will will have to answer for, will be accountable when we meet our maker. Absolutely on there. But here on earth, on there, you know, we, we have to, we have to do a much better job of, uh, of of establishing law and order. We got to establish a better communication between private citizens and law enforcement on there. You know, for every ninety nine good cops, it's the one bad cop that everybody remembers. Sounds you know? that way with everything in life. It is, and it's it's exactly that way with everything. Well, there was a Monmouth poll that just came out yesterday. And amongst the younger generation, uh, south of 40, uh, it's over 50% believe, and I'm paraphrasing that, I'm trying to pick my words very carefully, that that injustice, uh, uh, not chaos, but... but uh, rioting or or expressive more than nonviolent protest whatever the next step above nonviolent is Thanks, is man. acceptable to solve this injustice that's and un, and when 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 I read that I'm thinking when is a mob on the right or on the left ever got the decision right Ryan I would like to see that same survey done to the same amount of people the amount of them that are actually Christian because when you have the Prince of Peace, you know that that ain't the case. That's right. And so why, so when we don't have, when, when, when the, the under 40 crowd <laughs> is the largest of the nuns, meaning they have no religious, no religious affiliation. nihilism. Right. Mm -hmm. You have nihilism. Where nothing matters, no rules, is no boundaries, at that point, it is complete chaos. That's absolutely That's right. purge right there. That's, that's purge. That, that's what that is. That's Which, purge. by the way, they were playing that song yeah. in some of those protests, yep. the theme song to that movie, The Purge. God. And speaking of purging, do you ever have tools or things that don't work? <laughs> Occasionally, yes. You know, I have sometimes employees that don't work, <laughs> but we won't go there. Um, sometimes you need to purge. And... The, the good thing about when you need to purge is there are people that can help you determine what is a good tool and what is not a good tool. Like who, Greg? Like Innovative Tooling Services. Thank you, John. Ten high and letting it fly. Innovative Tooling Services have fastener system tooling installation knowledge. They have application expertise. We can tell you if your tool is installing the fastener correctly, if it's installing it incorrectly, and kind of help the cowboy cull the herd. So if you need some installation tool culling uh, experience for the purge in your tool crib, give us a call. That's why we're the leading. We're on the leading edge of aerospace tooling. Contact Innovative at 800-832-7009 or look them up on the World Wide Web at InnovativeTooling.com, and we'll be back. And we're back. So, in this very... Uh, 
politically and racially charged issue here. What is, in your opinion, the appropriate response of the church? And of course, we are the church. What, what is our collective and individual responses to uh, this terrible injustice? Jody, what you got? Response, proper response would be to show compassion. Mm-hmm. Show mercy. Show grace. But don't get in the pig pen. How about if they're attempting to burn the church down? I guess give them the gas to burn it with. That's what they're doing. When you got a mayor and John, uh, <clears throat> when you got a, a mayor who says I've had sensitivity training, and as long as you don't go follow the law, I'm going to get in there with you and stuff. Listen, the church should lead by example. Okay, first of all, right. what does the Bible say about lawlessness? You know, it. You know, we're supposed to obey our governing bodies. And not doing that is a form of lawlessness, which the Bible counts as sin. Now, you can you can sit there and argue, all right, how are you going to obey somebody that's out there choking somebody to death? That guy is just a symptom. That's all he is. Ooh. We talk about church being <clears throat> upstream or downstream from culture. Well, the truth is... The church is supposed to be the one that sets the governing bodies in place to start with through through the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and we've not done that. The church itself has a, is the word abrogate? Abrogate. Abrogated. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so what we do, what we need to do through love, through grace, we need to reclaim territory that's been lost. We don't do that by condoning misguided intentions but we try we try to put intentions right by trying to get people healed of physical sickness and mental sickness because they need the lord juan what you got i I, you know i i want to give you an example of what a community did to fight back the the rioting it was a it was a suburb and it was an african-american suburb uh, in Philadelphia, and all the rioting that was going on, uh, and uh, several of the Target's stores, the retail stores, had been looted, set on fire, ransacked on there. The people of that community decided that this is our home. We're not going to allow rioting to come in. We're not going to let them ruin this store that we shop at, that we buy our groceries at, that we buy our goods at. So they had literally hundreds of people surrounding that store, not allowing the riots to happen to that store. Do you know that's the only Target store that is up and running in the Philadelphia market? Hmm. You know, and I would hope, I would hope that the church members would not allow their 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 house of worship to be a target of a riot on there. I, I I would hope that we would stand arm in arm and say, you you can protest, you're not gonna you're not gonna destroy our, our building. I find it interesting you single one place, a target. 
You know, it seemed to me like uh, the, the the local store was more important than people's lives to it, start. It with. was it was just a representation that it the people of that community were not going to allow the rioters to come in there and deliberately destroy, which does absolutely nothing to uh, benefit the 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 injustice that incurred on there. It just gives people. Free stuff. Yeah. That's all it is. I'm curious. I'm curious. What's the other side of the story? Where did the rioters go while they were chain protecting the store? I guarantee you the rioters were exercising their liberties elsewhere. Ryan, <clears throat> what do you think about that? Uh, the church's response. Uh, how the church should handle things. Uh, you know. Do we want to reclaim, as Jody said, our position as upstream of culture? Uh, I, unless we do, this world is never going to change. That's exactly right. I, I would agree with that. And I mean, that's all. I mean, that's all I got to say about it. I'll keep it short and sweet and say, we need to love Absolutely. our community. We need to love one another. We need to care for one another. Um, you know, Jody, last week you created, or last time we were together, you, you quoted a a children's song. You know, <laughs> Jesus loves the little children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight, and that's what we've got to. I would, the love of Jesus Christ is colorblind. Right. Amen. And the more people we can have know Jesus right now, the better this world's going to be. And I am passionate right. about that. And there's there's not another thing in this world. We have to take claim again of human life. We do. We have to value human life again. The church is the epitome of valuing human life. Yep. No, and, you're you're exactly right. I mean, it's the if 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 we are not the only way that we can change as as a as a Culture, you gotta change attitudes. We have to change. We have to be transformed. Yes. What what we are seeing now is the as they as as Lincoln said the the we, these are not the better angels of our nature. This is what it. This is what society devolves to when we when we pull the restraining influences of righteousness and holiness and of transforming people's lives one life at a time one life at a time mm-hmm. this didn't start with everybody going bad breaking bad no. to use a term but it it started with one person not doing it and another and another and another and another and the church has sit by and we've gotten better facilities we've gotten we've enriched ourselves we've got Christian uh, uh, businesses and things and stuff like that, and yet we've not been evangelizing. That's we've right. not been bringing the life-giving and the worldview-changing <clears throat> gospel of Jesus Christ to this next generation. We are perilously close to losing a generation, yes. just like the pointing back to that Monmouth yes. uh, poll. That being said... Um, I mean, there are some good statistics. There are some good things. 2015, uh, there were uh, only, and I hate to use that term only, but there were 38 African-American unarmed men that were killed by police. In 2019, that had dropped to 10. So things are moving in the right direction due to awareness, due to 
cameras, but we need to take that a step further. We need, because what we've got are, are the bad elements of, of law enforcement are slowly, not fast enough, slowly being purged out. What we have to do now is the second problem of rioting, of lawlessness, when we don't get our way or the things don't fall our way or we just see an opportunity just to tear crap up because we can't. That seems to be the acceptable excuse when, like, like right. you just said, and when it doesn't go our way, let's burn down the place. And, and the only thing that keeps us from animalistic behaviors is the Lordship of Jesus Christ and the presence of, Holy, of the Holy Spirit in our life. Jody, go ahead. <clears throat> you know, in, in James uh, chapter, four, chapter 4, verse 1, you know, James is discussing this. And he, he, he's basically saying, you know, what's causing uh, these quarrels and these fights among you? And he rightly identifies that uh, do they not come from the evil desires that war from within you? Absolutely. You know, uh, it goes back, man. It's what you just said. It is about Jesus. If Jesus is inside me, the scripture says that greater is he that's in me than he yeah, that's yeah. in the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just need to, we need to replace those evil desires and let Jesus heal us. And that is ultimately, you know, guys, when you get saved, when you find grace, that is the ultimate healing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yep. That's the greatest miracle of all. Yeah. Greater than raising somebody from the dead because we have raised to eternal life. Exactly. At that point. Mm -hmm. So, no, that's absolutely Amen. it. You know, I can't, I can only imagine what you were talking earlier of, of, of you know, being an African-American and seeing a police car pull you over and not knowing what, what's going on and, and, and never knowing that. And I, I wish there was a way that we could identify without being political. If we could identify saying, Hey, we understand, we know there's a grave injustice beat that has been done yet because we love everybody, we cannot abide this chaos. Absolutely. There's got to be that creative tension. In fact, Jesus was talked about. He said, were, were some of those folks that were killed when he was referring to the, the riots that happened where they killed the Jewish people that came into the temple, were, were some of them worse than the others? No. Uh, you know, Jesus didn't go crazy and, and, and do anything about that. The only time he had the righteous indignation was when it was protecting sacred spaces for being used in, in a correct manner. And I was just looking, I mean, Amos, if you want to read about injustice, old Amos has got, got it going on. In fact, it's funny, God, this is God speaking to Amos. He actually uses a, a very unkind uh, uh, illusion or unkind um, uh, metaphor for women. And I quote, this is not me, don't send the hate mail to me, but <laughs> this is God speaking, quote, Hear this word, you cows of Bashan. These are women God is talking to, by the way, but I, I digress. Who are on the mountain of Samaria, who oppress the poor, who crush the needy, who say to your husbands, bring that we may drink. In other words, at the expense of the, of the down and out, the least, the lost, and the, and the last, they were focused on enriching themselves yep. 
at that expense. God cannot and will not tolerate that forever. Mm -hmm. It might go on for a while. It will not go on forever. There must be justice. In, in, in to, if to be love, you also have to have justice. John, what you got? Uh, you know, I, I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, I, I come from a blended family. And, and I, I, I like to think of myself as being colorblind. Uh, when you say blended, does that mean you have a biracial family? Uh, okay. I, I, I have uh, members of my family that are, that are African-American as okay. well. Right. And, and to them, I'm Uncle John. And I love them just as much as I love my other nephews and nieces on there. They, to me, there is there is no color until we we can all as a society not see color, which you know it's all in a big circle singing kumbaya. We we know that'll never happen unless unless like Ryan pointed out, we have Jesus in our heart, and that takes away all the bigotry, all the hatred, and 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 all that we can give anyone is just love, and and until we can ever reach that. You know we're going to deal with issues like this, and we're going to deal with the, the 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 people that have no value of life on there. And I think we need to handle this on a case by case by case basis, fixing the problem, moving on, trying to get closer to God on there. It, it it's frustrating to me because I I see I see this this generation that's that's coming on uh, that's coming up here. And and my heart really goes out to them because they don't quite get it. Right. You know what I mean? They don't quite get it. And until they do, you know, we need to be the examples. You know. Anybody else got any uh, scripture? Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, I I, I think this just kind of goes back to the importance of why the church is so important during this time and how we have got to be equally as important. We've got to be not equally important. We've got to be more important going forward. Right. Matthew chapter 24, and this is Jesus talking, you know, about the end times. I'm not in any way saying we're in the end times, but I just want to go ahead and say that. He's got but his prophet's hat on. That's now. right. Well, I'm going to address that right now <laughs> because in Matthew chapter 24, We'll start with verse 10 just because I think this kind of goes, but there is some stuff before this, so go read your Bibles and you get to it. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. I'm not saying there's any of those out there, but one tried to blow away COVID-19. Um, is one of them orange? It's a possibility. <laughs> And because lawlessness will She's abound, short and got a lot of ice cream. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow Real cold. cold. Yeah. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Mm -hmm. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then the end will come. Wow. So until we get to that point. Y'all just hold on. I'm going to hit uh, Amos one more time in chapter 5, verse 21 through 24. And this is also God speaking, talking about how he views injustice. And I quote, I hate 
I despise your feast. This is God talking mm-hmm. to the children of Israel. And I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs. Imagine God telling you to stop singing hymns to him because you've completely frustrated him. Take away from me the noise of your songs to the melody of your harps. I will not listen. Here's the money shot. But let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream until that happens, until we usher in. And Jesus said, if you hate your brother, the love of God is not in you. Unless we do that, we will never have justice. And as much as I... Grew up here in John Wiley Price in Dallas, Texas. One of the things I agreed with him is no justice, no peace. That's one thing we will not have unless justice flows like an ever-flowing stream. Amen. So where do we go from here, guys? Give me your final thoughts. We've got to land the plane here. John? I, I think I just <clears throat> gave you that a little while ago. You know, let's all be colorblind. Treat one another like we would like to be treated. Absolutely. Yep. Jody, you got anything? The theme of it all. Keep the main thing the main thing. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Ryan? We do have to be colorblind until that day comes. There are definitely issues out there. Unfortunately, we're not to that point yet. But through the love and mercy of Jesus Christ, I pray that we get there. We were uh, going to have, uh, before this all broke, we were going to have readings of listener comments, uh, but uh, I don't think it kind of went with this, so we're not going to, we'll we'll do that again next week or next time we record. (laughs) I also want to uh, shout out to our listeners from international areas, yes, I am amazed that, uh, yeah, they listen to uh, people like us. But they do, and thank you for listening. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Um, So, as we end the podcast today, you can find this episode and other Across the Rail podcast episodes on popular platforms like Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you listen on iTunes, please take time to give us a five-star rating. And if you have questions on this or any other episode, please send your comments, cheers or jeers, to comments at acrosstherail.com. Or look up Across the Rail podcast on the Twitter by our handle at Across underscore Rail. And on Facebook at Across the Rail podcast. Please give us a like there and leave us any feedback or questions. Thank you all so much for listening. Yes, we appreciate it. And this has been a very uh, difficult topic, but I I think it needed uh, uh, discussion. Um, Lord, hear our prayers. Heal our nation. Who wants to close in, in prayer? Greg, why don't you do it? Sure. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for uh, my my co-host here and uh, their their brutal honesty. Lord, uh, our eyes can't turn away from this. Uh, we can no longer ignore this. Father, help us to redouble our efforts to make sure that we treat others as you would have us to treat them, that we love as you have commanded us to love, and that we would change lives, that we would introduce peace into our world one soul at a time. Father, help us to be about your business and claim and and truly let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And all God's people said, Amen. amen.